number one of the series on Thursday night in Philadelphia. The ball will be inbounded and the game is over and the Suns win. 110 to 80. And the Suns did it with a dramatic third quarter to take the lead in this Western Conference semifinal series. Pointers get a clear, overskate the puck. Kempe in on right wing to the net. Kempe in on goal, a chance, and he scores! Adrian Kempe wins it in overtime! A minute 12 into overtime, Adrian Kempe has given the Kings a three games to two lead in this first round best of seven series. Ground ball, Velasquez throws across. good that's good that's a good thing okay i want to make sure that you know 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 it's tj's fault that was mentioned one time last night by the way (laughs) the plane the plane being broke down that was my fault it's tj's fault yeah it's (laughs) i'll take the blame i'll take the blame Every time Brent goes into one of those, you know, you got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. I'm like, I think about the clip. But he'd do it on the stage. And I'm like, oh, I wish TJ was here right now. You got to know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. Good, good. That's a good thing. He'll do, he'll do, like, he'll do these actual things. <laughs> it's like, this is amazing. <laughs> they're, they're real things where he didn't make up yeah, the clips. Real yeah. things. Oh, my gosh. Can I go back to bed yet, TJ? Are almost, almost. Oh, Need you a nap. Good morning, everybody. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. It's weird not having a midweek baseball game. It feels like forever since I've called one and forever until another game's coming up. You want to come call ours tonight? Uh, Tell we- me more. We can set you up a little table. You can just come call a little 11U baseball game if you're missing it that much. I mean, I would suggest you go to bed early tonight and get some rest, but. I will not be calling your son's game tonight. The in-laws are coming to town. However, I do like that idea. I've talked about this for years. I think it would be fun to... um, you know, as a kind of a special thing, 
for a whatever league it is, championship game, let's say basketball or football or baseball or whatever the case may be, like bring the Sooner radio crew to call it. Have Teddy do color. Right. That'd have be Plank cool. on the sidelines. You know, I don't know. Maybe it lives on the ref. Obviously, it lives on the ref, okay? And we broadcast as a part of the, you know, whatever, the 10-year-old championship basketball game or football game, if Teddy's going to be involved or whatever. It would be kind of a cool one-off fun thing to do. And, and, you know, I'm sure the parents would get a kick out of Teddy Lehman and analyzing their child and everything. So (laughs) I think that'd be fun. That kid missed his assignment. I would love to do a baseball game where uh, Boogie is on the mound and he's, you know, and there goes stolen base number 43 for the Dodgers tonight. I'd hey, love to do that. If that ever happens and I am coaching, and there's no doubt I'm going for the world record of steals in that game. There's no doubt you. about it, yeah. I believe. We, we would have a pregame interview with you. First base coach T.J. Perry joins us live now. Um. Maybe even a ABR baby always be running. That's our motto here tonight, Toby. <laughs> uh, so I was told uh, by one of the passengers last night that there was a big fight. At uh, I don't I don't know many details beyond this, but uh, a big fight at a third grade baseball game last night. When you mentioned that, I I didn't know if this was a national thing or what because I I no. don't know what you're talking about either. So some parent and a coach got in some. Scrap. There was blood. There was uh, oh, in some Norman? sort of a throw. Yeah. Oh, wow. Some sort of a throwdown at a third grade baseball game last night between a parent and a coach. Maybe somebody out there was there and can provide details. That gun. Reeves Park, maybe. Well, that's if it was the Norman League. Yeah, that's where it would have been. And I would have. Okay. Man, I would have been out there had we been playing. We weren't playing. Oh, you last wish you had night. seen it. You wish you had seen this violence. Yes. Huh? I want to see. Uh, you know. Brilliant. Who this was, who the parents Tell were. Tell me this. What could happen at a third-grade baseball game that would induce that kind of anger, do you think? Call at home plate in a tight game? It was a It was a. parent <laughs> so third a grade. Coach. Third grade would have been coach pitch, too, so I don't know what could have possibly happened that. I, I, not playing the kid enough, I, I, I honestly don't know. Hold on. The phone's ringing. Let me answer this in case it's somebody that may know. Hang on, everyone. TJ is now going to step aside from the show to answer a phone call. He'll be back with us momentarily. 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call in. Long distance, 866-357-3. <laughs> that, that one was 73. just Doc. That was Pizza Party Saturday. He wants everybody to know. <laughs> high of 89 today. Uh, it's been some weather in the area. In the so, uh, no, he's I d- just reminding us of his pizza party that's on right, Saturday. That's right. I don't okay. know. Boy, I'm trying to think in kid pitch. It's got to be something with how a kid was not played or something. I mean, I don't know. Parents, you know that. It, it could be a million things. Parents lose their Third minds. Third grade. Get angry. Third grade, TJ. I know. You don't have to say any grade. Like, it's not acceptable at any grade if it's a parent and a coach. Mm-hmm. But, I, boy, I don't know. I mean, it could be virtually anything. I mean, I've talked about I've gotten mad at umpires and stuff. Never to the point where fighting. How I question old, a call or something. What but. grade was Bronx in when you charged the umpire? I did after not the game charge the night. umpire. I went out there to stop the other coaches from charging the umpire. So that situation was it was the championship game of the league. What we grade? were the home team. Um, that would have been probably first grade. I mean, it was younger than third. 
<laughs> okay, go ahead. But, but no, here's the situation. Okay, please listen up, people. Here's it, the situation. It's the league championship game. Understood. First grade league championship. Right. So we were the home team, and they called the game in the middle of our at bat. And didn't let us finish our at bat. We were down like right. one run and had like two guys on, and they called time on the game. And the coach went over there and said, "You don't call time. We get to finish our at bat. We're the home team." And the umpire said, "No, we're calling the game. We're done." Yeah. And so that's when our coaches went a little crazy, and that's when I went out there and said, "Hey, hey, let me talk to him." And I said, "Hey, we're the home team. You got to let us finish our at bat. The the time does not matter at that point." And they said, "Nah, we're done." So. Did you turn your hat around backwards or kick dirt on the No, I mean, that was the end of it. They walked off. I mean, but I don't know. Like, I could see a parent wanting to fight over that when you're talking about a championship game in a situation where you've got to finish that game. you got to let the home team finish their at-bat. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know what could have led to violence in third-grade coach pitch. If we have any intrepid reporters maybe. out there that were at Reeves Park last night and could fill us in on this Maybe. Uh, it's, it's coach pitch, so maybe the coach beamed a kid in the head, threw a little hard, and on oh, purpose, gosh. like, hey, look I at this punk not. kid. I'm taking him out. I don't know. <laughs> Throwing it to little kids. <laughs> I'll teach you to fight? talk to me that way, kid. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that, that would be worthy of a confrontation. Yeah, yes. if I'm, I'm supporting the parent then if you're going out there and fighting Third the coach. Third grade is still coach's pitch? Uh, should be. Yeah, I think so. Right. Pretty sure it is. By the way, uh, here's a nugget I learned last night. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Third grade maybe first year a kid pitch, so. I don't know. Porter, I don't know what could have caused it. Porter has been asked to uh, do the seventh inning stretch again at the Cubs game uh, sometimes in the sometime in the next month or so. So he's going back up to Wrigley to do uh, the seventh inning stretch. Uh, it'll be the eighth time that he's done the seventh inning stretch at Wrigley. He's six and one. Well, I'll keep bringing so. him back. Yeah, you got that kind How of. How cool is that, though, man? Isn't that the coolest thing ever? That's very cool. Very cool. Take me out to the ball. It's, it's game. a once in a lifetime thing, much less a once yeah. in a seven time. Not thing. for him. Yeah. yeah, it's eight eight times in a lifetime thing for him. So, anyway, I, I don't no, no details beyond that. If anybody can fill us in on who that, knew that happened. on the van that were they getting texts that they had someone involved with something out there? Uh, you don't have to say the name. Yes. We don't want to get them in trouble. So, uh, somebody, yeah, somebody has, yeah, huh? Uh, that's yeah. Um. Hey, while we're uh, passing out kudos, uh, congratulations to uh, Tom Brady. His uh, lucrative Fox deal, deal that was announced yesterday. A lot less than I expected for an analyst, you know. $375 million Jeez. deal with Fox. Holy cow. Whenever he decides to retire. So that's got to give him some peace of mind, TJ, to know that the spigot's not going to be completely turned off whenever he does step, a, step <laughs> Him aside. Him and Giselle will be able to buy groceries still, so that's good. Right, right. I mean, that's what you're looking for, right, is peace of mind when you retire. That's what we all want, peace of mind. That's, and That's called uh, generational wealth, life-changing money that they already had. So. Well, good for the Bradys. Good and, for the Bradys. Good for the kids, right? I mean, uh, good for the kids to know that, hey, Dad's going to be able to still take care of us. Like, I don't know if he's going to be any good or not. Nobody does. But, like, what if this is a Jason Witten situation? Like, this is a massive gamble by Fox. Obviously, he's a much Big bigger gamble. name. Much bigger name. And we've seen Tom talk and do things a little more than Jason Witten at the point where he was 
given that job on Monday Night Football, but what if he's just terrible at it? What if he's not as charming and funny as he is in his little uh, videos that he puts out on tweets and stuff that he's got time to think about and edit how he wants and stuff? He, 10 years, 375, that's got it. It's just a massive gamble. Don't get my hopes up, okay? Uh... I think at that contract, though, there's a lot of people hoping he crashes and burns. Like, And there's a lot of people like you that just don't like the guy, so they would be rooting for that anyway, but... Heck, even yeah. Troy Aikman and uh, T- Tony Romer are like, hey, hold on, wait a minute. I hope this guy falls flat on his face. <laughs> At least, like, when Michael Jordan retired for good, he just kind of went away, you know? Like, he wasn't in your face all the time. Even as an owner, I mean, he's not a good owner, but he's not I mean, just, in you the news a every once in a while they have lot. a cutaway of him in the box pumping his fist or something, right. maybe. Or, yes. You don't have to deal with him every Sunday when you turn on your TV. This is going to be miserable, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah, he'll probably be great at it. I'm sure he'll be great at it. He's great at everything, TJ. He'll probably be the best of all time. Maybe so. Maybe so. We'll make it 30 for 30 about how we we thought he was the greatest football player of all time. Little did we know it was only the second best thing Tom Brady did. Surpasses John Madden. Yeah, good for him. Also, good for um, – see, I didn't know this. You guys probably did. I mean, good for B. John Robinson, the the Lamborghini deal for him. That's a college kid tooling around in a Lambo, TJ. That's a big man on campus stuff right there down um, there. Yeah, that's – don't you kind of love this though? I don't know of anyone out of our. You know, we had the Camaro back in, or the, no, it was the Trans Am back in the day for SMU. That was pretty sweet uh, with Eric Dickerson. But boy, that puts puts every deal I've seen with the vehicle to shame. What's the Lamborghini run? Depends on the Lamborghini. I don't shop for them, but I know they're six figures. Give me a run of the mill Lambo. What's the price figure on a run? Somebody can correct Lambo. me on the text line if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand. I, th- I think you get a lower end one, maybe in the hundred thousand something, but I'm guessing that's probably the average is two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand. That's just I could be completely wrong. It's not a vehicle I shop for. I don't know, but I think hey, that, you're in the that, ballpark. Yeah, you're in the ballpark. Two hundred to three fifty, depending on. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. I mean, just a quick Google search. That's what it turned up for me. Is somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, so. Yeah, you got to figure they're probably not putting him in the top end model. A Lambo's a Lambo. So let's say he's got a $250,000 car. Uh, college student. Like, that's got to be just. Um, what a gamble by the Lamborghini people, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are what the restrictions are that they put on this? You can't drive the vehicle over 40 miles an hour, I hope. Maybe it's something like, listen, we're just going to tell everybody we gave you a Lamborghini, but you understand we're really not giving you a Lamborghini, right? <laughs> your Shakis to your Mazda. We really can't have – we're going to have one of our people drive you around wherever you need to go. We can't possibly have a 20-year-old college kid driving a Lamborghini around town. This question's already come in. Who's paying the insurance on that? Because for a college kid, that's astronomical. Whew. I mean, Whew. he's got to have a deal with an insurance agency to pay that. Oh, that's a great question, man. 
Can the can can that be a part of the NIL deal? Could they pay uh, for his insurance too? I don't know. I mean, I don't you lo- like if you're no U fan though. Don't you love the fact that Texas star players driving a Lamborghini? Yes, it's very fitting. Isn't that like? Can you imagine how BV's going to use this in the pre OU Texas pep talk to his defense? <laughs> Go take the Lambo out. It's glorious. This is just the most Texas thing ever. Uh, I would love it if, like, Danny Stutzman signed an NIL deal with a dump truck or something. <laughs> a flatbed truck. A bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, John Deere. Right, right before that game, Danny Stutzman announces he signed an NIL deal with John Deere. That'd be fantastic. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, RK Black brings you this hour. Been in business since 1952. Office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses all through Oklahoma and Kansas. Copiers, fax, printers, scanners, document management, network solutions, and so much more. Check them out online, rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yes, Uh, go ahead. Getting in the van like a bunch of, was like a bunch of middle school teenagers. Shotgun was yelled by Toby and the fight was on. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot tell you. So, you know, you're, you're doing the event. It's kind of, it's a rush. You know, you get your adrenaline's going, you know, whatever. You have, everybody's boomer playing the videos. There's a bunch of energy in the crowd. You know, Brent talks, all that kind of stuff. Good night, everybody. Come off the stage, you know, go backstage. All right, let's go to the plane, everyone. And the just the look on the collective faces of everyone. I was like, I really just screwed up. Like, the first thing I thought was I said something highly inappropriate on the stage. Because they all have this look of just utter disdain. And I guess they <laughs> voted. It was Thad's job to break the news to me. He was like, we got to drive home. I was like, what? Plane's broken. Oh, I was like, shut up, Thad. Quit. You know, yeah, let's go. Come on. Yaking my chain. <laughs> I'm serious. Plane's broken. I was like, shut No, it's not. It is broken. Well, how does a plane break? You know, it's like, what broke? I'm thinking about the flaps. we got to drive home. Well, how are we driving home? In the party van. <laughs> what? We rented a car, and there's only room for the seven of us. You're we out. we got a half-moon couch party van we drove home from Amarillo in last night. And I was not, in the, I was not uh, fortunate enough to get the uh, shotgun. So it was fun. Great. I, 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 I said it at the time when we took off. I said, this is, you know, right now this is feeling miserable, but sometime we'll laugh about this. And uh, that's true. We'll have a story forever. So Little did you know, the stories have been great, but the controversy would be your wallet. Yeah. This, there's so many texts I haven't got to. Like, this one, does Papa Joe pay and order for you? Um, next caravan, a crowd yells, man, Toby's really happy to see us. Toby's like, no, nah, that's just my wallet and keys. my wallet. TJ made me bring my wallet. <laughs> Several of them want to know why you don't just carry the fanny pack and put your wallet and keys in the fanny pack. 
Toby's like an elementary kid, just have his ID around his neck on a lanyard. <laughs> of course, Toby was forced to eat a taco. He was afraid Brent would make him run partial way back home. <laughs> I was scared of him, man. Okay, okay, I'll eat something. I'll eat something. I had no idea. Good. That's a good thing with Coach V. I honestly thought it was Gary Busey. <laughs> BV, man. That's BV. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. (laughs) So I'm guessing here the coach was backing kids off to play with inside pitches. Probably. No no details? We have not had anybody trying to do details? details. No. Reeves Park yet or from the emergency room after the fight or anything like that? Oh, man. All right. I will definitely take my wallet next time. Everybody calm down. (laughs) Jeez. I didn't know this was going to be. How far into the drive did Jenny start questioning life choices that led to that moment? (laughs) Very early. (laughs) No, like, she was by far the happiest one on the trip. Like, she had a great attitude the whole time. Plus, she had the snacks, you know? She had the carrots and the grapes and the apples and the berries and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) This may be one of the best we got today, though. Having you say Jordan is not a good owner is just what Jordan needed to be a good owner. <laughs> well, that's my he fault then if uh, Charlotte becomes great. It's the first time he's heard that, so. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 405-651-3439 if you want to uh, chime in today. Um, What have we not touched on yet here, uh, TJ? Mm, Big 12 softball tournament starts on Friday. So, well, it, actually, I think it starts Thursday, right? Sooners play Friday. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Starts Thursday. Sooners play Friday, 2 o'clock. Opponent not yet known. Baseball, West Virginia this weekend, 6.30 Friday, 2 o'clock Saturday, noon on Sunday. Weather looks pretty primo, by the way. Let me double check. Let me see what it looks like this morning. Yesterday I was looking at it. It looked good, uh, especially on Saturday. Hang on. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Friday, 91, 89, Saturday, 93, Sunday, sunshine both days. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice weekend. Get out to the park, either park. You're going to Hall of Fame Stadium to watch softball or going to Mitchell Park to watch baseball. Uh, Great weekend. Last weekend, probably, to get to see the Sooners play at home in baseball. So uh, come on out, pack the park. Big, important series this weekend against uh, a good baseball team. West Virginia is kind of fighting for their lives to get into the NCAA tournament. Sooners are probably in a slightly better position, but if West Virginia wins the series this weekend, they would probably trade places. And that's, I mean, West Virginia went into TCU and won a series. Uh, They're a good team, good team. And run like crazy. 140 stolen bases or something like that. I think these two teams combined, TJ, have stolen like 250 bases this year. In 40, what are we at, like 45 games? Think about that. I'm so proud of both of them. 250 stolen bases combined for these two teams this weekend. Love it. I love it. Bring it on. 
You know what I Because we know Jimmy's a pretty good catcher. Like, Jimmy is – not that he hasn't given up some stolen bases, but he's done a – he's done a uh, – Would you agree that he's done an above-average job of controlling opposing running games this year? Yes. No, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I wonder how good the West Virginia catcher is. I'm going to look up their stats during this commercial break and see how he's done. Because that's one of my favorite things this year to uh, analyze from an opposing team. Because I think it's just so... um, well, I remember we went out to Texas Tech. Texas Tech's had a terrible of the Big Twelve teams this year. Texas Tech has had the hardest time against you know base stealers, which is something to keep in mind when we head out to Lubbock here in a couple of weeks. And I remember looking at that stat before the game out in Amarillo, thinking mm, this could be good. Um, and sure enough, it was. Oh, you had a bunch of stolen bases that night. So. Uh, I'll see if I can look up during this commercial break what West Virginia's catcher stats has been. Uh, that TJ, that will keep people from turning their channel right there. Absolutely, <laughs> there were some of you considering maybe a different sports station during this commercial break, or maybe you know checking out some tunes. But I just teased that on the other side, I've got West Virginia catching stats coming up. So I dare you. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I don't know how all this NIL stuff's going to shake out. You know, we're going trying to put regulations on it and I mean, my hunch is eventually whether it's the NCAA or or, or some new format of college football or it's a collectively bargained thing like some have suggested between the players. And There's going to have to be some rules. It's gonna, we're going to have to have some rules to get played by. But the most interesting thing to me right now is going to be team chemistry in locker rooms where some guys are getting big bucks and other guys aren't. Texas A&M comes to mind. We were talking about the Lamborghini at Texas. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma's got some guys that are getting NIL deals, but you know what I mean? Miami's got uh, situations going on. Um, it It may just be that talent wins out. I'm not here to tell you that I am firmly saying anybody who is giving college kids NIL deals is not going to win. I don't know that's that case, but... Maybe Texas A&M, TJ, accumulates so much talent because of all this NIL money that it just overcomes all. Mm-hmm. Talent wins out. It's possible. But history would tell me that in college sports especially, chemistry plays a much larger role than we give it credit for. The Special teams, and the 2000 Oklahoma team is a great example. The special teams often are not the most talented teams. They're the ones that some sort of a magical chemistry comes together for them in all sports, really. You feel it. I mean, TJ, you've seen teams before that you're like, this team's really good. They just don't seem to get along. Or you've seen some that are like, this team's playing way above their heads. 
because they've got just a tremendous chemistry to them. Whatever that right. means. Whatever I don't even know how to explain what it means. It just like gels, you know? And that's hard to capture. It's hard to create. You hear coaches talk about culture all the time. It's hard to try to intentionally create that. It's it's gotta be almost organically symbiotic. Somehow the right personalities and the right coaches and the right set of events come together and boom. You've got magic, right? It seems to me that throwing uh, unequal amounts of money into the mix makes that even more difficult. It's different when Tom Brady, and he didn't because he took pay cuts. It's different when Aaron Rodgers is making $35 million a year. I might be jealous of that, but my $18 million a year is not so bad. Like, I'm not hurting. But if I'm driving a beat-up 87, you know, Ford truck and... Or you don't have a car at all. Or don't have a car at all, and Bijan Robinson pulls up next to me in a Lamborghini, I'm probably not going to love that. You're blocking for the guy with the Lambo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I do think there's some concern with some issues there because... It's not all going to filter to people in life-changing ways. The NFL, even the guy that's just on the roster, is making more money than he could ever make in most professions and is doing all right for himself. So um, it will be interesting to see how it changes the dynamics of a locker room, especially like if you've got two five-star quarterbacks that are competing for a job one wins out and gets some big deal, and that other one's sitting there. He, he's not going to be there. I mean, he's going to split on you, and he's going to go get his own deal somewhere else. I mean. Yeah, and I'm not here to condemn. I'm just saying I'm going to watch fast with fascination as to how it plays out. I think it's going to be very, very difficult to coach a team under those circumstances. Um, You know, In the past, you had guys that were hungry to make it to the next level so that they could make millions of dollars, right? Yes. Does that hunger not feel so hungry if you're already getting millions of dollars or whatever you're getting? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I'm paying my bills. I'm doing okay for myself. Sure, I want to make it to the NFL, but maybe I don't have the same desire to work as hard. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think anybody does. I, coaches are worried about it. Uh, good for the kids. Good for the kids. I'm just saying it's it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. And I think Texas and Texas A&M will be two of the – USC to a lesser extent. They're way out there. But, I mean, obviously we're going to be keeping a close eye on them um, just to see how it, how it all happens. Brent is taking – a different tact not that they aren't trying to provide nil opportunities and all that kind of stuff but just the whole recruiting approach is so much vastly different than what we have seen around here in the past and what some other schools do and i think there it, it is taking some getting used to from some sooner fans who follow recruiting very closely they're like how come we don't have all these commit how come right now we're number 30 in the recruiting rankings for next year don't we need to be getting some commitments, you know? 
To which Brent says, I only want kids that... Okay, I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. Yeah, right? You're going to marry me. We're going to stay married. That's right. Hey, Bob, what's your wife's name? You remember that? Bob Prisbillo interaction he had at that mm-hmm. press conference? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's just it's just fascinating days that we are living in with... Uh, with college sports. Yeah. And I know the NCAA too. is I mean, going to try to implement some rules with boosters and different things and try to get some of it under control. I just don't know. That's all. That's all, all sounds nice and grand, but I don't know how you're going to enforce some of it. I mean, there's going to be ways around that teams just aren't going to get caught on, that money is still being paid to these kids through a legitimate-looking NIL deal that a booster is still involved. So I, I don't know how they control any of it in the way that they're going to want to. It's, it's, I was, it's out of the tube. I've been, um, you know, kind of inside the bubble with two basketball teams that had superstar uh, players on it that were headed for – that were going to be NBA lottery picks, okay? And it was vastly different chemistry-wise. Vastly different. Well documented, by the way. It was no secret, TJ. I mean, you guys all oh, talked about it, well, right? Yeah, no, it was. You could see it on the court, much less behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And so you had two kids, each of which knew, I am about to be a millionaire, a multi-millionaire. And all of their teammates also knew that. And one of them was still extremely popular and was a a team that had the highest chemistry so you could do it you could do it and the other one was was not that it didn't work for i'm not even blaming the kid i'm just saying it just didn't that for whatever reason the chemistry didn't work on that team and it did on the other and the situations were virtually identical um now you know there was a few different things in there but you know what i'm saying here so now you're going to have kids that not are not about to be millionaires but some already are or are at least making a lot of money and it's going to be really interesting to watch by the way west virginia's catcher not bad he's been pretty (laughs) successful this year so you've got two Unbelievably good running games with two catchers that have been pretty good. So, hmm. interesting weekend. Interesting weekend at Old Mitchell Park coming up. Put your track shoes on. Get your popcorn ready, TJ. T-Row in the morning show clashes with the plank show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. I'll tell you, uh, Brent said something last night that got a big reaction from the crowd. He said he was at uh, the Alamo Bowl watching OU play Oregon and OU's kicking him up and down the field, up 34-3. to three. And Brent said, wow, where's this team been all year? And, and the crowd, obviously taking it as a shot at Lincoln Riley, Ooh, goes bananas. Burnt like uh, brisket. Well, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know if it was meant to be a shot or not, but that was certainly how it was taken. Uh, Chris Plank joins us now for the Plank Show. Good morning, Plank Show. Stayed up in solidarity with you last night. Yeah, what time did you roll in? Uh, 12.30 at the oh. airport, 12.45 or 50 at the oh. house. That's Not legitimately bad. what time, because I was right when the Kings-Oilers game ended last night. <laughs> Thank you for your solidarity. So I was up in solidarity, wa- solidarity watching hockey with you last night. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I love Wild that. night. Oh, Crazy yeah. night, man. That was a great, I mean, listen, it, that Amarillo drive is not fun. We've all made it many times. But that was a pretty awesome sunset behind uh, Loves that you guys got that picture of. So we were, I, I mentioned this in the first hour. When we started, we were behind the storm because the storm went through during the caravan and started flooding, by the way, the Civic Center. So Good times. Ha- it's just pouring in. Half of the chairs and tables have water underneath all their feet. Uh, pe- while Brent's up there talking, there's a team of people squeegeeing and mopping and all this kind of just was unbelievable. So the storm rolls through. By the time we get in the van to head home, it's past. So we're on the back end of it where it's pretty, you know. There's rainbows. There's this crazy sunset, all that kind of stuff. Then we had to drive through it to get home. You had to go back through the storm. Oh, no. And it was a massive storm, by the way. I mean, unbelievable lightning and winds and this thing swaying back and forth because it's one of those, you know, it's a van, so it's catching all the wind and everything. And The guy's not using his windshield wipers fast enough to Brent's liking. He's like, can you see up there? You know, it was, it was, it was harrowing. It was harrowing. I was, uh, we finally came through it around, Oh, somewhere between Elk City and Weatherford, mm-hmm. I'd say. We came through it to where it wasn't no longer storming. It was from not far out of Amarillo that far. It was just torrential storming. And uh, anyway, unforgettable night. Unforgettable. Can night. I? Uh, so you were talking about a little Cruton talk whenever I was driving in and the worries of, well, he's got just using the Bajan Robinson as an example. He's got a Lamborghini, and all I got was this measly, whatever, 20 grand. So I heard this debate on the Andy Staples podcast, and I thought it was an interesting point. What if you start having – and again, I don't – I'm just vamping here, T, uh, Toby. What if dudes start saying, well, I was down to Alabama and Texas A&M, and I just ended up choosing Texas A&M because I was going to make $1.5 million more. So I know that this is trying to get a little bit more controlled, right, where it's not supposed to be enticement, but people are going to still be laying out their NIL deals. Who then is responsible for recruiting if it comes down to a money deal? Is it going to be, is it going to be like a front office the for college football? Yeah, exactly. Our collective's better than your collective. Right. Yeah. I mean, you I might mean, have. We're already almost there. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? Now, just to clarify. Go ahead. Uh. Bijan Robinson gets the use of a Lamborghini, right? That's my understanding. He's got to give it back. He doesn't get. He's not being gifted a Lamborghini, is he? I don't. Some of those deals they give the a vehicle, Lamborghini. Some of them they are loaners like that. So uh, I, I would think well, I a Lamborghini is a loaner. This is not a pickup truck, right? <laughs> is, yeah, 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 yeah. They're saying here, you get to drive this Lamborghini while you're in college. When you go to the NFL, we're going to need it back. Right, and then sell it as this was the Lamborghini that sure. John Robinson Absolutely. drove, or something maybe. Well, of course they'll do that. Yeah, but I mean, 
Uh, somebody let me know if that's true or not. I Surely they're not I think giving one, him the Lamborghini. I uh, just a question for the the uh, the deals locally here. You know, Jossie's got a deal with Fowler. Is that a car that's hers, or when her term is up with him, does that become a car that we're taking on road trips in the future? Or same Some of with, that's got to be dependent on the length of the deal. So gotcha. if you get a deal, I would say as a sophomore or something, and can ride it for two years, then it's probably your vehicle. If you're a uh, top-notch basketball player and you're a semester and out, I would think that you're giving that vehicle right back. That would gotcha. be my guess. Well, like, I mean, I, I could be wrong about this, but I think like with coaches have had car deals for a long time. Remember, Bob kind of got in trouble for saying something about that a few years ago. Uh-huh. But that's not like they get to use a car from that dealership. Do you want me to text Jocelyn and ask her? Or am I allowed to ask her or not? No, I'm not thing? as much worried about okay. I, well, I mean, you can if you want. I'm just specifically would like to know about the Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get in touch with Bijan and find out. He gets key, and I'm sure at his very first media avail that he has at Texas, it's going to be asked a thousand times. So we'll eventually. I'm totally, find out. I'm telling you right now, I won't be the first to it because they're going to play uh, five six games before we get there. But right. uh, I'm calling him Lambo when he gets the ball <laughs> in OU Texas oh, every ooh, time. You will be the first. I'm calling him. I'm calling him Lambo. And then so. the first commercial break, Toby, if you're in a race, a Lamborghini or... Hey, Toby. <laughs> would you rather... <laughs> Something with a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's still, by the way, the greatest promo we have going right now because it is so true. It's Isn't I can it? ju- It's the truest thing ever. Hey, Toby, <laughs> would you rather get stampeded by a herd of bison... Or have a snake bite you right in your face. <laughs> what? I don't know, Ted. Bison, I guess. Yeah. It's a baby bison. It's a baby bison. <laughs> uh, the bi- I mean, they might miss you. You got to think they might not They might not all step on you. You got think about that. <laughs> and I didn't say the snake was poisonous. Uh, the, oh, boy. I, I got new. Do we got time here real quick? The deal must meet with eligibility according to Oklahoma law. So maybe Texas law would be different than Oklahoma law on something like that with a Lamborghini. Yeah, what does any of that mean in this day and age? It's you a good-looking question. Everything legal now? <laughs> eligibility. All right. Uh, Chris, I hope you just have a banger of a show today, man. You, you've got a great lead-in. It, it, it's only going to go down from hill here, but we'll do our best. We, we've, we've brought you an incredible audience just don't screw it up now, okay, Chris? I'll do my best. Just take the ball and run with it, okay? That's it for me today. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.